All right. The Bobby Bones Post Show Pre Show. Just an update from a segment we did last week where West to Elm was saying, hey, we have extra couch for you. Because I paid for two. They messed up the delivery and brought me one. They came about a week later and brought the other one. And then I got a message going, hey, we have your other couch if you'd like to have it now. Schedule yeah. delivery. <laughs> I, I called them and said, hey, this is not my couch. And she was like, oh, thank you very much for telling us. We'll, we'll mark it keep off it, your account. No, it. not keep it. No. I don't have oh. it yet. Oh. They wanted me to schedule delivery. So I don't, I didn't take it. Okay. I don't have it. Nice of you. But I say that because I'm still getting delivery emails. I just got another one. So see, they want you to have it. Do you think this is is Jesus? (laughs) No. Yeah. Someone talking to you. So there's your update there. This kid shoved a metal coin into his nose. Like kids do. They stick a bunch of stuff in their nose. Yes, they do. And he forgot about it for 53 years. No. Whoa. And there's this guy, he's 59 now. He has lived most of his life with serious nose-breathing difficulties, not knowing why. <laughs> he doesn't remember doing Mm-mm. that. He has a coin up there? <laughs> All because he had a coin shoved up his nose as a kid and forgot about it over the years. Ugh. They reported the strange case of a patient who has been completely unable to breathe through his right nostril for a long time. A CT scan showed that the right nasal passage was completely blocked by a foreign body. It was only after seeing the CT scan and the mysterious round object that he goes, you know, when I was about six, I shoved a coin up my nose. <laughs> because his mom was very strict, he was afraid to tell her that the coin had gotten stuck in his right nostril. Wow. So he just left it in there. He forgot about it. Doctors were skeptical about a story at first, but after removing the coin, they said, oh, it's true. Look at the year on it. How amazing is that? That's crazy. What was it? A dime? A but quarter? By, it's so grossed over. It, the, the picture's like, yeah. Ugh. Wow. That is an amazing story. Once, when I was about 13, <laughs> maybe 14, we had my stepdad, Arkansas Keith, had bought a three-wheeler from somebody in town. It wasn't a great three-wheeler. And by the way, three-wheelers are not safe. No, and There's a reason they don't exist anymore. And he bought a three-wheeler, and he was like, hey, don't, this is not very safe, and it's old. We're just, they were just using it to drag deer out of the woods. And he was like, don't go drive, and it'll be gone for whatever. And I was like, screw that. And I went... I, and. I love driving four-wheelers. and three. We could never afford one, so I finally had one. So I pulled it out of the garage. He wasn't home. <laughs> Drove it around. I hit a tree in the woods going down the hill. Boom! Hurt my wrist so bad. But because I had taken out the three-wheeler without permission, I never told anybody. For like six months, my wrist hurt so bad. And either it was just severely sprained or it's just odd and, and I broke a little something in there, but I was so embarrassed. You never And I was so it? scared. Nope. No, no, because that meant I had to admit I took the three-wheeler out. <laughs> So you I was, just walked around with the pain? Hurt terribly. Yeah. Hurt so bad because they just didn't want to get in trouble for taking the three-wheeler out. To this day, he doesn't know. Wow. Now he does. No, he doesn't. He does not listen to the podcast. <laughs> no. He doesn't know how to, he doesn't have apps on his phone. So um, he will not hear this. All right, that's what's up. We're going to get into today's show. Thank you guys for hanging out. Love that you'll you know, go to the Bobby Bone Show Facebook page and be nice over there. That's cool. And just uh, thanks for following us. All right, here you go. Come on, Bobby. Guys, welcome to Monday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Amy, have a good weekend? Yeah, I did. What about you? It was good. My neck is a little injured and a lot sore. You know, oh, I did. Yeah. Uh, I worked with a stunt person and learned how to be a stunt man 
on an upcoming episode of my show. My show's not out, by the way. Uh, to come out next year. And so I was training with her for, you know, three or four days where I had to fall off a house. And and just falling onto the pad, I think I fell 10 feet onto some pads, but you have to learn how to land on your neck and your back, even on the pads, because it doesn't feel great. It's like when you play football. I played football in high school. And everyone's like, we have pads on. Yeah, it still hurts. So, but did that, uh, let myself on fire. Do you see the video of, on my Instagram? Yeah, I saw the fire. <laughs> that was crazy. Did the, well, I guess I have to watch the show to figure out no, how in I'll the world that you. happened. But like, how in the world did you put your whole arm on fire? Is there some, like I was picturing like a, like a cream they put on there that keeps the flames doing that and not burning you? It's like a gel. Okay. But what happens is you only have a little bit of time. Yeah. And by the time it feels really hot and you, you know, blow it or, or dust it out, it still is like 15 seconds more of getting hot, so it continues to get hot, so you got to kind of call it at the right time. But I did that. Uh, there's a video of them lighting my arm on fire, Mr. Bobby Bones on Instagram. So And what? Well, I just have a question. Now that you're trained in stunts, like, you know how you look like the guy from Dexter, and there's a couple other people you look like. Could you now do stunts for them in Hollywood? I don't want to. Like, okay. The job is extremely hard. Even. Okay. You know, doing the fight scenes. We had to do a fight scene. I had to learn how to do, you know, take punches, how to... And I sent Eddie a video, like an edited video. What'd you think of that video, Eddie? Amazing. Dude, it's a, it's a legit fight scene. Like, you... It's a, like you look like you're in a Jackie Chan movie, like doing all the moves. Crazy, dude. Well, what stinks is I, I only could get beat up because that's what I trained in was getting beat up. But I did that. So I'm, I'm physically not 100% today, but it was a lot of fun. It was a really cool episode. Can't wait for you guys to see it. Uh, we shot our first like uh, promo dev American Idol too, so that was good to see everybody. I hadn't seen Luke. I guess I saw Luke a few weeks ago. Luke Bryan came over to the house and we shot some stuff for um, his Instagram for when he had the Heisman Trophy. Oh, the Georgia, or yeah, the dog. Um, but saw Lionel Richie and Katy Perry and Ryan Seacrest and talked with them. It was good to catch up a little bit. But just in California, obviously, right now, um, super super. Uh, we finished The Undoing, by the way, on HBO. Have mm-hmm. you finished it, Amy? I'm done. Yeah. Okay. And we're not going to spoil it. Don't worry about that. But we're done. I would recommend it. Would you? Yes, totally. And I don't know if they're ever going to make a season two. I don't think it's supposed to have a season two, right? Yeah, I'm fine with it. Completely <laughs> limited series. It's on HBO or HBO Max. But I really liked it. Now, did you watch The Queen's Gambit? I haven't more okay. than I had started it a while ago, but I have not. I had to finish The Undoing. You know, I got to pick my pick my shows. So well, I, I went with The Undoing. Both were great. I think I like Queen's Gambit a little more. But both were really good. Lunchbox, did you see both? Uh, no, my mom texted me and said, if you are not watching The Undoing, stop whatever you are doing right now in life and start watching it. But I'm in the middle of Queen's Gambit. And so she goes, I gave up on Queen's Gambit to get into Undoing. I'm all about Queen's Gambit right now. I got one episode left and then I'll start The Undoing. They're both great. So if you're looking for a new show and you have Netflix or you have HBO, both those shows are great. The real bad part of the weekend was Arkansas loss on a last second field goal. Mm. To Missouri while I was filming while while I was in the getting my arm lit on fire scene and I was just angry in every way. <laughs> you just wanted to burn you. You're yeah, like just, just like, let it burn. Just, I was like, don't even put gel. Out. Yeah, don't even put gel on it. Just light it. <sighs> that was terrible. But I did win a bunch of money on it though because they only lost by two and I bet it plus three and a half. Yeah, that's always better. It was the only no, not really, <laughs> and not really. I'd rather win and lose every. I'd rather win the game and lose betting every week. I got you. That's why I don't bet on the Cowboys. I understand that. Yeah. So, other than that, pretty good. We, we'll announce our St. Jude total coming up. 
Um, about an hour. You know, our St. Jude Radiothon was Thursday and Friday of last week. We're so appreciative to everybody who became a partner in Hope. It means so much to us. We're thankful. It means so much to you. We try to use this show as a platform for, for as much good as we possibly can. So we appreciate that. All right, let's get going. Chris Lane, Big Big Plans, Bobby Bone Show. It's the Good News Countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. Let's go with the best news from the week. Number five. A waitress in New York broke down after a random woman gave her a $1,000 tip. And she's planning to give another $1,000 to a random first responder. Here's the waitress and the woman who gave her the big tip. Yeah. I cried immediately. I had to actually step away for a moment. Going into this, I said, I just wanted to go to a kind person. Immediately, I mean, they just started coming in, and I was blown away. People were freaking out, all in the Venmo comments. People were saying, pay it forward. So excited to see their reaction. Everybody was so excited about it. Number four. A high school in Texas used an extra room to create its own grocery store and make sure the kids have enough to eat during the pandemic. And they don't accept money. It's all based on a point system, and you can earn points by doing good deeds. How cool is that? that. That's awesome. Number three. A bar in Cleveland just had to shut down again because of the virus. And on the last day they were open, someone walked in, ordered a beer, and left a $3,000 tip for the whole wait staff to split. Here's the bar owner talking about that. Take care of this split amongst the wait staff. Oh, my God, he left a $300 tip on a $7 beer tab. And then I put my glasses on, right? And I look down and I go, oh, my God, it was a $3,000 tip. <laughs> I love you to put his glasses on. Get that number right. Number two. A woman from England named Joy Andrew just turned 100. And beating the odds is an understatement because she is 100, first of all. During World War II, she helped the strategic bombing of Germany. So she was in the war. And she survived a Nazi assassination attempt and a plane crash and beat cancer and COVID-19 back in May. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah, 100 years old. Shout out her. Joy Andrew. That's crazy. Number one. Emery, a four-year-old girl in Florida, has needed a kidney transplant since birth, but her parents didn't match her. And usually that's where it is in the parents. Luckily, she found a donor in someone named Haley Thomas who was happy to help. But as it turns out, Thomas's husband, Richard, needed a kidney. And the little girl's mom was able to be a match for him, even though she wasn't a match for her daughter. It was like a baseball card switch. They just oh, switched yeah. out kidneys. One That's kidney awesome. for you, you get this one. That was the Good News Countdown. Bobby Bones. Yeah. I was reading a story this weekend about Brian Cranston from Breaking Bad. He says that his taste and smell still aren't back after his COVID battle. You have to feel so helpless. I know you get it. And Eddie, you lost your smell? Yeah, my smell. Not my taste, just my smell. And it happens, and I'm sure you're helpless, but the fact that it won't come back after a long time, you start to wonder, is it ever going to come back? Mm -hmm. And he's also 64 years old, so he's no spring chicken. Yeah. That scared the crap out of me. I'm telling you guys, there are certain things where, like, just back in the day, like, if somebody started a campfire or whatever in the backyard, I would smell it, like, in another backyard. I would just smell it. If it was about to rain, you know how you can smell that kind of... uh, wet dirt kind of smell or whatever, I could smell that no problem. Now, I don't smell any of that. I have to hold something up to my nose to smell it. I'll give you another COVID story. And Eddie, this made me think about you since you had COVID. Oh, uh, Medical experts claim that COVID-19 causes erectile dysfunction. Oh. Okay. I don't want to know if that's affecting him or it's not. not. Like it's I, not. I, I'll I know, tell you I right now. Of course it's not. No, it's not. I don't no, even no. want to know that. Bobby, 
What? I don't even want to. Amy, I'm just reporting medical news. No, but I don't need, like to, I don't need Eddie to be ears. like, no problem here. Amy, I wasn't <laughs> you know? going to say that. Yeah, and he didn't say it like that. He said, no problem here. <laughs> no. no. I'm just going to let y'all know right now. Nothing's. Bones, nothing. I, I really appreciate this medical information that you're giving us. And I will tell you right now that that's not affecting me. See? Uh-huh. <laughs> what, Amy? See what? I'm He's just adamant. Reading medical I'll information. I'll let you guys know if no, it does. No, we don't. I'm okay. good. Okay. All right. Eddie, I subscribed to your email, so I'll know. Just put in your, <laughs> put in your email. Uh, Morgan Wallen was also on SNL this weekend. He finally got to be the musical guest. He performed Seven Summers. Here's a clip. But I when you're drinking, if you find yourself back in bed, Pretty good. Even on like a live show like that, sounds really good. Real good. He also did a skit where he poked fun at himself for partying in Alabama and then getting kicked off the show. So him and Jason Bateman... We're together because Jason Bateman hosted. He he performed. And Jason Bateman plays future Morgan Wallen, and they talk about it. Do you think we could kiss and I could film it? Only if you promise not to post it on social media. Okay, just on TikTok. I promise. Morgan, 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 Morgan. Hi, Morgan. I came as soon as I could. That's right, that's right. You see, I am you from the future, and I came back here to stop you from partying tonight. Why? Well, trust me, somebody's going to post a video of you ignoring COVID protocols. The whole internet's going to freak out. Now, I just specifically asked her not to post it. No, now, I know. I thought it was an airtight approach as well. But once people hear about the party, you're in big trouble, man. You're going to get kicked off Saturday Night Live. There you go. Funny. No, I, yeah, it's funny. All right, there you go. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Just wanted to play those few, few notes from the weekend. Just to check again real quick, Eddie. You are not suffering from erectile dysfunction? That is correct, Bones. I am not suffering from that currently. Okay. Currently? I mean, who I'll let you guys know I if it's a problem. Moment. I got this moment. No, no, no. I'm fine. <laughs> oh, I was wondering. Thank you, Amy. That's what yeah. I was saying. Exactly. That's <laughs> gross right now. If that is not something from it right now. Oh, boy. All right. Thank you. <laughs> On the Bobby Bones Show now. Russell Dickerson. Russell's new record is out right now. Uh, it's called Southern Symphony. It came out on Friday, and I hope you guys check it out. Let me play you a couple clips here. This is track one, Never Get Old. This is track four, another number one for this guy. It's called Love You Like I Used To. And this is track nine called Come to Jesus. Half the time I'm talking to her, because I'm a little and he's on right now, Russell Dickerson. How are you, Russell? What's up, my man? Good to talk to you, man. Oh, dude, thanks for that preview. I yeah, love it. That's what I do. I like to set, set people up real good. I tell you what was really cool for me to watch you do was play the Grand Ole Opry with Chris Tomlin. And I tell you why. Because oh. Russell used to be Chris Tomlin's guitar tech. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Talk about that first, Russell, your job with Chris Tomlin. Yeah, dude. So my buddy was the lighting director, and he was like, hey, Chris Tomlin needs a guitar tech. I was in college at the time, right? And so I'm 19 years old, and I'm like, forget college. Straight dropped out of college and uh, just went on the road full time, man. And like, that is what made me fall in love with this entire thing the music the lights the sound the live show and uh you know i don't know i just like got to sleep on a tour bus wake up in a different city i was the first up last down it was like the hardest work of my life but dude that experience is what made me when i started doing music that was what kept me going so he's chris tomlin's guitar tech for how long russell 
About two years. And so at the Opry, they were both on the same bill. And as Russell was playing, Chris Tomlin came out to play with him. How cool was that? <laughs> Man, dude, it's just like that's what I always dreamed of while I was like sitting over there off stage in my corner when I was his guitar tech. I was like, dude, maybe one day like I'll get to sing on stage with Chris and like, you know, just sing all these, you know, super timeless worship songs with him. And then sure enough, like the Opry that night was that full circle moment of, that all coming to fruition. How cool is that? Awesome. Love it. Insane. Oh. On right now, Russell Dickerson. You may know him for uh, Love You Like I Used To. It's on the new record. Which, the last time I talked to Russell, his song went number one for a week. And we were like, oh, a big party. But then it stayed number one a second week. Do you have another party when it hits a two-week number one, Russell? <laughs> Absolutely, dude. <laughs> we have an even bigger party. What was the? Is that your first two week number one, or did your other songs do that too? Well, yours was two weeks on on Billboard, but this was the first full out, full blown two week number one, man. And you know, we just we went up to Bourbon Steak in Nashville, and just I tried to order a little tiny pappy, but they didn't. They were all out. But you know, we just we just love to eat, drink, and be merry. So that's what we did with the team. I saw someone gifted you something. You posted on your Instagram story in your grandma's handwriting. Tell me about mm. that. How special that was for you, man. That was wow. Um, I mean, the, I'm trying to try to say it without crying. It's like that was my grandmother who passed away the exact day my son was born, and so to to have we I, like I said on the post, I never thought that she would make it to Thanksgiving this year, and so this is our first Thanksgiving without any grandparents, and you know that that little handwriting thing was just like a piece of her still living on with us this Thanksgiving. And so that's why it's so special. Like she passed away like four hours before Remington was born. Isn't that crazy? That's so hard. How, how's the baby been lately? What, what's happened in your baby's life in the last two to three weeks? Because I know the baby's uh, growing like crazy. Dude, he, he's just literally just grown. Like he doesn't fit in his car seat anymore. He doesn't fit in any of his clothes. He was already huge coming out, but like, Somehow he's gotten more massive, and so we're 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 kind of scrambling, ordering new clothes and all that right now. That's how I feel about Eddie. Same exact situation <laughs> and scenario. I'm always trying to get him new clothes. He keeps growing. Uh huh. You know, <laughs> keeps growing out of them. Russell Dickerson's record "Southern Symphony" is out right now. You know, with that baby, you get a lot of gifts. What's the coolest celebrity gift you've gotten? Like somebody famous sent you something for the baby, and you're like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." So Tyler Hubbard gave us a pair of Yeezys for Little Remington, and I, I think that's got to be one of the coolest gifts for sure. And then he's going to grow out of Yeezys, and so then you have an expensive <laughs> baby shoe that can't be worn exactly. again. Exactly. But I, I know you could save. I mean, that's a cute baby shoe because in ten years people will go like, "What was Kanye thinking?" And but by the way, I like the shoes too. But they're probably going to yeah. look, be looked back on as a really bold fashion statement. Oh, for sure. Right. But before that, we can just hand them down to you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Ru- Russell Dickerson is on. Um, check out his new record. I'll say this, too. I mentioned this. You weren't in the room, obviously, when I said this, but I, I think you are a vastly underrated artist, and I can't wait for you to get your day when the award shows are popping and Russell Dickerson's right there with everybody else, just like he should be. That means the world, bro. I really appreciate that.
That's We're just going to keep going. Keep going. He's the most positive guy I know. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. For, I mean, he shows up with a smile on his face. He leaves with a smile on his face all day, every day. There he is. Russell right, Dickerson, right. the new record is Southern Symphony. This is the new single. I'll play a clip of this. This is called Home Sweet. Here you go. No, there ain't nothing like home sweet. You and me ain't got much, but we got all we need. Wherever the wind blows, wherever this life goes. Baby, all I know ain't nothing like, nothing like home sweet. There you go. If I didn't give you a reason to check out the record before, I don't have anything to say after that. You just should go check it out. All right, Russell. Hey, good to talk to you, man. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Bobby. Appreciate you, bro. All right, there he is, Russell Dickerson. Why don't we play Love You Like I Used To off the record? Bobby Bone Show. Thank you guys for hanging out. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. A six-year-old girl is being called a 911 hero for staying calm and getting her mother medical help. Polk County Fire Rescue honored Esperanza Lopez at Spook Hill Elementary for her bravery. Esperanza's mom, Angela, tried to assemble a cabinet at their home. This is in October. She fell off a ladder onto her back and couldn't get up. So the kid ran to help but couldn't find anyone. She grabbed her mom's phone and said, is it okay? And if so, don't cry. I'm just going to call 911. And so she did. She called 911. And I wonder... You have to know the mom's code. I guess the mom can tell her the code to get into the phone. All my kids know the codes. They do? Oh, so they can play games and stuff? Yep, even the five-year-old. Firefighters and dispatchers came, first of all, and helped the mom. Got her up. She's injured. She's okay. But what happened is they all went to the school the next day because she was at school in a fire truck and an ambulance and, like, celebrated her. Yeah, that's awesome. Isn't that pretty cool? She is a 911 hero. She was presented an award and spoke to her classmates about what they can also do if they need to call for help. (laughs) That's so cool. Now she's doing lectures. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Her TED Talk will be up later today. (laughs) That's so cool. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. play a couple voicemails we got from over the weekend. All right, here's the first one. Hey, Bobby. Hey, team. Um, I applied for a job a little while back. Found out I got it today, and I feel good. Oh, I feel so good. Oh. Nice. <laughs> and here's one from Jennifer. Hey, guys. I just wanted to let you guys know that I'm listening to your podcast on the regular lately. Um, driving a lot between a couple different states, work and whatnot. I just love you guys. I feel like when I listen to you guys, I'm just sitting in the room with you, listening to a bunch of friends. So thank you so much for being there so I can turn you guys on and listen to all the crazy stuff you have to talk about. All right, you guys have a great one. Bye. Thank you very much. You can always call and leave us a voicemail, 877-77-BOBBY. 877-77-BOBBY. Now let me mention our St. Jude Radiothon, which we did on Thursday and Friday. We're so grateful. For all of you that listened or became a partner in Hope, to all the artists who played, you know, we believe that we should use this show for good, not evil. We try to use it as a, as a platform for not only raising money when we have a cause that we're really passionate and excited about, but also just as a way to inspire you guys to, to, to be more positive about things. You know, it's where the whole Pimp and Joy movement came from. And uh, with that being said, Raymundo, if you'll hit me with the tote board, please. Over two days. Of raising money for the kids. Together we have raised 
over $2.25 million for wow. St. Jude Children's Research Amazing. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm not even asking for money right now, but I'm going to tell you why this hospital is great. Because some people will go, you don't even live in the same city that hospital is. I don't. You're right. And, and you don't either, probably. If I'm talking to you right now, you don't either. But what's fantastic about this hospital is they don't care where you live. It's in the middle of the country for a reason. Every single state has kids that they send out there, that live there. They don't pay a dime. Parents don't pay a dime. And that's why we're so involved. So grateful for you. That is what inspires me to keep going with this radio show. Some days when I'm like, I don't know, I'm just going to go run for Senate, you know? I'm like, you know what? This radio show is still pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And that's why. So extremely grateful. You know what else happened over the weekend that was pretty cool? Someone tagged me on Mario Lopez's Instagram story, uh, AC Slater for Saved by the Bell, you know? Yeah. And he was using Eddie and I's song from the Raging Idiots, Elf on the Shelf, in his Instagram story. He oh, was? really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, what was the video? It was like his house, and there was an elf on the shelf, and it was like, <laughs> oh, the elf on the shelf will elf himself. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty good, too. All so right. So you can well, have that? Like, y'all's song is on the little Instagram music thingy? Amy, we're li- Okay, okay. She I doesn't know. She doesn't know. And I, no, and I think no, I, we have plaques for number one comedy records. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry, I didn't know. And children's records. Yeah. It, isn't yeah. that isn't that a weird way to, for me to like the level of success? I'm like, oh my gosh, y'all made the little Instagram music thingy. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of cool. <laughs> you just went Let's up be in honest, my book. That is pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty it awesome. Is. Honest, I know. Uh, the Bobby Bones Show. Always appreciate you guys sending us emails. Let's open up the mailbag. Bobby's Mailbag. Hello, Bobby. My name is Lisa. My fiance and I just bought our first home. We're getting married in February. We haven't been able to go one day without fighting over how to decorate our house. We have different tastes. But I feel like I'm the woman of the house and should get the final say. He's really holding his ground when it comes to couches, coffee tables, and the dining room furniture. Now, I appreciate his passion but I've always wanted to decorate my dream house and he's ruining the experience. Shouldn't I get the final say because I'm the woman of the house? Ooh. How can we come to some sort of agreement on this? Signed, Lisa. First of all, I'm not a guy that's big on gender roles. I'll tell you that right now. You're not going to win me over by going, well, if I'm the man, I should do this. Or if I'm the woman, I should do this. So that isn't going to do it for me. However, I don't think you're in the wrong totally. I think if this is so important to you, and you want to gain something, because he wants to do something too. But to gain in life, you have to give. It doesn't matter what the situation is. If it's a trade-off with a person, if it's hard work to get to your goal, you have to give to get. So what is it that he wants that you can trade him out? Is it a new set of golf clubs? And not to be gender-specific, is it a ballet uniform? You know, I don't want to say just golf clubs are for men. But in order to get, you have to give. My recommendation, the encouragement that I have for you, Lisa, is to go to him and say, this has been my dream to decorate my house. And I know that you have a lot you want to say, but I'm willing to give up. So what is it that you want? And I do think you'll get to a better place because of it. And maybe in the end, he picks out like one coffee table, but he gets to go away, gets to, on the weekend, go hang out with his, with his guy. I don't know, but that's where it is. It's in compromise. That way it'll stop the fighting too. That's my that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Amy, what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I think you just have to 
compromise. And you'll find a groove, hopefully, and figure it out. I mean, it's just the beginning, but I feel like, wow, if it's starting off this way. <laughs> well, but here's the groove. The groove is, if that's what you really want, give me something I really want. Yeah. Life is that groove. You know, I really wanted a coffee table for years, and my wife said, no coffee table. You don't have one at all? Room. No, we have one now, and that's the story. Is, is that, but what did y'all have? Uh, nothing. She said she was worried that the kids would bump their heads in the coffee Absolutely, table or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay? So I said, fine. So I said, I gave her that win. She got it. But guess what? One year from my birthday, what did she get me? A coffee table that I always wanted. So maybe that'll work. Just say, you know what? Okay, you can have it your way. But she already knows how much you want but, the living room or the house to be a certain way. Go ahead. hearing like your way, my way. What can we figure out a way to do it? Our way? The, our way is we both get what we want. Yeah. That's our way. If she's dead set on decorating this house her way, which it sounds like, then she has to give in to something that he's wanted his way. Because mm-hmm. they're not going to come to a mutual agreement. That's already been up for grabs and it hasn't happened. And sometimes when we're so committed to our way, it's time to maybe go, I'm just saying for her, if she's really like, this is how it has to be, maybe it's time to reflect and look inward and go look in the mirror. <laughs> and that sounds and great for long-term of- growth. But I'm I talking know. about this one thing. But yeah, but this could be the one thing that gets her to look deep inside. Like, why are you so obsessed with it being this way? Give her, give them football with the boys. Nice, <laughs> nice. Then go look in the mirror. But or, you, or, or, or ballet, ballet with the boys. Or ballet with the boys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah whatever. <laughs> Lisa, yeah. thank you for emailing us. Morgan, if someone wants to email us, what do they do? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. That's it. Close up that mailbag. And that was Bobby's Mailbag. Bobby Bones, come on. All right, got this voicemail last night. Here you go. My question is, Mike B uh, was sharing his uh, password with his at-the-time girlfriend, and you had talked, Bobby, about how you would never share your passwords. So, fast forward, are you sharing your passwords, Kaylin? Just question I got. Hope you guys all have a great day. That must have been a long time. We talked about that. Um, I, she has my phone code. To get into your phone? Yeah, it's not a thing. And I don't even know most of my passwords now. I just save them on my phone. It's like, would you like to use the password exclamation point upside down? So that's most of my passwords now. So I don't even know my passwords. So, but yeah, I don't, I don't really have anything to hide. But passwords are just a different beast now because yeah. everybody's trying to hack into everything, especially for me. People try to hack my crap all the time. Um, but no, I don't even know my passwords, but if she wanted them, she could have them. You know, if she wanted to log into my Twitter and see what the tweets were all about. So oh, nice. what Bobby is saying is he's changed his tune. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. You just said I he's saying by. that back then you said no way I'm not never I'm not ever I had, sharing but my password. I hadn't met the right person yet. That's that made, what I mean. There was, there's no tune changing. There's a tune <laughs> modification. Okay. okay. Um, there's a tune pivot mm-hmm. uh, coming up. Amy's pile of stories. Amy, what's going on? Well, I have Ranker.com's list of the best country songs from the 2000s. Maybe some jams, maybe maybe not. And then there was a study done for parents on how often you should have the talk with your children. Okay. That's coming up in the pile next. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So Ranker.com put out the best country songs of the 2000s. And I want to see if you agree with the top five. Just in general, huh? Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, did the 2010s count in the 2000s? Because the 90s were awesome. Really enjoyed 2010s. I felt like there's a big turd. It was just pretty turdy in that. Mm-hmm. That wasn't my favorite time for country music. I agree. I'm looking at the list. It's the 2000, I think, to 2010. So the 2010s are not in this. Okay. 
do not think. Okay, but top five it is songs. kind of turdy. Well, <laughs> and these are the ones voted the best. Right. Because there are some good. great McGraw and Chesney songs in that mix. There are some really good songs. Some Rascal Flats. Oh, yeah, that's true. But in general, wasn't the best era for country music. All right, number five. Kenny Chesney, Don't Blink. Don't great song. That's phenomenal. Great. All these songs are going to be good, by yeah, the way. Yeah, they are. It's the best five. It's a good one. Number Ooh. four. Brooks and Dunn, Red Dirt Road. Oh, yeah. yeah, good. Not their best work, but still good. Like, their best work is Neon Moon. Oh, oh where? Sure. 90s for sure. Yeah, baby. Uh, what else? Carrie Underwood, Before He Cheats. Humongous song, country pop, massive worldwide smash. Hard to keep that one out. What else? Toby Keith, the courtesy of the red, white, and blue. <laughs> Boot. Yeah, everybody remembers the boot line. Yeah, that's the boot one. Yeah. And you're going to love this. Brad Paisley, Whiskey Lullaby featuring Allison Cross. Yeah, it's, a, it's and the one of the best cutter songs ever. But after hearing all those, you still didn't convince me. <laughs> the, the 2000s wasn't, yeah, no, well, no, it wasn't I know. the best era. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else? So this is cool. Chipotle is testing new smoked brisket in some markets, which wow. I think is awesome. And you know when Chipotle first put out their queso, it was eh, good. We I don't know if anybody tried it, but it was not good. But I re- I had it the other day, and it's back to good. They fixed it. Or not back to good. I guess it's now officially good. They made improvements. So that's just my personal endorsement there. But they've got 64 participating locations. So you can check out a Chipotle near you and see if you can try out their new smoked brisket. And they're also testing out a cilantro lime cauliflower rice. Mm. That's yummy. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. All right, what else? Uh, having the talk with your kids just once is not enough. So if you're a parent, you know you got to have the talk. You know what the talk is. And you need to have it at least once a year. Once a year. They say that really? uh, when families discuss this topic more frequently, children are more likely to feel open enough to talk to their parents and ask questions instead of finding out elsewhere, which can lead down, you know. Lead to other situations maybe you don't want to deal with. I never had a talk with anyone. Me either. Just It was just like, find out from people at school. Which is terrible. And I still don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know and by the I'm way. I'm afraid to ask a few things still. There's books that will help you. You can have the talk when they're in elementary. That might seem weird, but you can just start at least talking comfortably about bodies and whatnot. But then by middle school and high school, that's when they say you should start having it yearly. So don't think you have the In talk. high school? Middle school and high school. Continue the oh, conversation. Oh, I was 11th grade and someone tried, my mom tried to come up to, <laughs> <laughs> No, you just Oh, man. <laughs> having the talk. How do you keep bringing that up, though? Remember that talk we had last year, son? So you have your notes from last week? Hold on. <laughs> Bring those back out again. <laughs> Show me that sketch you drew. Your, home, your homework was to draw this body part. So awkward. No, uh, but, but you get the logic behind if the of more course. you talk about it, the more comfortable they will feel. Absolutely. All right. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. A waitress was blown away when she's working her job, you know, waiting tables, and she goes to her table and she looks and it says, tip. One hundred? No, no, no. One thousand dollar tip from a stranger. And she starts crying and she said, this will pay my rent for three months. Oh, my goodness. And all because some stranger named Caitlin did the thousand dollars. It's a good one. Anything you want to say? It changes. That just changes lives. Like when you give somebody, it doesn't have to be a thousand dollars. When you, because I had to tell you from someone who lived on tips for a, a lot of my early life, like it even... 
a 30% tip if you can spare it instead of 18 or 20%. Yeah. It changes a day for somebody. Like there were times, because again, I was just trying to save up to pay for car insurance. And when someone would tip me extra big, like it would just absolutely change a day. I can't even imagine getting a tip. I'd have retired. I'm like, $1,000? <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> all right, there you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Bobby Transmitting across America. Turn it up. Hey. Oh. This is the Bobby Bones Show. Let's go. Hey, good morning. Thanks for hanging out with us. Here's a voicemail we got last night. Good morning, studio. I was looking for some advice. I want to be a professional ballet dancer, and my parents don't think that is the best career choice for me. I was wondering if you had some advice or what I should talk to them about to kind of show them that this is a career path. I hope to choose. Thanks. Love your show. Well, being a ballet dancer is not the best career. However, neither is being on the radio. Neither is being anything that anybody really wants to be. Like, they're hard jobs to get. But if you don't pursue with all your heart, you're going to resent it for so long. You're going to resent them. You're going to resent you. But I can't sit here and go, yeah, it's a great career choice. It's not. This isn't. But I knew what I wanted to do. I didn't stop until I was able to get here. If you approach it like that, and if you can't think of doing anything but that, that's what you should be doing. And then you do it for as long as you possibly can. And then a little bit more. And then reevaluate if it's not working out. But I just think you need to tell your parents, this is what you want to do. This is what you're going to do. And if you don't need the resources, then go do it. If you do need the resources, you got to figure out some sort of compromise. But, you know, the greatest thing that ever happened to me is I grew up extremely poor. Nothing to lose. When you ain't got nothing, you can't lose nothing. Mm-hmm. And so go for it. Yeah, not, not the best career choice, but... You know, nothing great is ever easy, ever. Because if it was easy, everybody would have it or be doing it. And then if everybody had it and was doing it, it wouldn't be great. So here you go. This is your kick in the butt. If you don't do it, it's because of you. It's not because of your parents. Unless they're paying your bills. But other than that, (laughs) uh, yeah, just have that conversation with them. You just have to be steadfast and that this is what you're going to do. I don't even know if you're a good ballet dancer. Maybe oh, yeah, maybe they know something we don't know. <laughs> yeah. But still, you got to go. You got to go. Go fight for it until you can't fight anymore. And once you can't fight anymore, reevaluate. There you go. All right, over to Amy now with The Morning Corny. The Morning Corny. Why is it always cold at Christmas? <laughs> too soon? What do you mean? No, not too soon. I mean, okay. the answer is like winter, no. the earth is... Oh, no. Uh, why is it always Scientific. cold at Christmas? <laughs> because it's December. Okay. <laughs> that was the morning corny. Nice. Thank you guys for hanging out. You want to leave a voicemail, you can. 877-77-BOBBY. The Bobby Bone Show. Hey, our Christmas gift exchange is coming up. Not the end of this week, but next week, and it's the $69 gift exchange. Nice. <laughs> you can only spend $69. And I have Amy, and let me tell you, gotcha. It's an ex- excellent gift. You're going to be... I told Eddie what it was. Yeah, I love it. I think it's a fantastic gift. Did you follow the rules? Yeah. That's the question. 69 mm-hmm. Yeah, I sure did. 69 
$69. There were his rules, or so less. of course he followed them. Or less. Yeah, yeah, $69 or less. Surely it's hard to find something for exactly $69. Oh, mine came out to exactly $69 for you. It did? Yes, exactly. Wow. Well, That's kind of why I bought it. It may not be a great gift, but I got it because it was exactly $69. He Googled things that cost $69. <laughs> well, I had to do a little thinking outside the box to get yours, Amy. Oh, okay. So the $69 gift exchange, nice, will be next Friday on the show. Okay. And Lunchbox has Utility Hillary. Who, no, 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 she's getting oh, me. Oh, she has you. Yes. Hillary, do you have Lunchbox as a gift yet? I don't, but I have an idea. And how do you feel buying a gift for someone that's called you a homeless cat and a homeless rat? <laughs> I honestly don't mind at all. Okay. I'm fine with it. It doesn't bother me. We call her Utility Hillary because she does everything on the show. Uh, yesterday, she had to answer phones, or, or last week, she had to answer phones because our phone screener was out. And so someone called you and said what? They called me and said that Cole Swindell has been messaging them, and Cole invited her to go on a trip, but needed $200 for this trip. I know, I know Cole. That's definitely him. <laughs> he just wanted to clarify tell everyone. <laughs> was she an older lady? She was, and she was so sweet. How did she bring that up, though? What, 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 how did that conversation happen? She just called, and first she apologized for a lunchbox calling me a homeless cat. She felt bad about that, and then she was saying, I have a question for you. I just want your opinion. I've been getting a message from someone saying they're Cole Swindell. She kept saying his name wrong, which was funny, but um, she said he wants to take me on a trip. And he wants to go to Vegas. And I think it's a scam. He was getting a little sassy with me. So I just, I don't know if it's him or not. And so I told her, I was like, first of all, that doesn't sound like him. And if it doesn't have a blue check mark, then it's definitely not him. And what was her response? She said there was something about a fuzzy blue check mark. And I said, well, if it's fuzzy, it's definitely, that doesn't sound legit. (laughs) Um, But she was like, I assumed it was a scam, but I just wanted your opinion on it. I'm glad she called us because you know how many people fall for that stuff? Yeah, a so lot. So many. More Too than you would think. And, you know, I, I, I've talked about this before. People have given money to people acting like me. I'm never going to ask you for money. And then there was a whole scam where someone was acting like my assistant. Well, then, then my assistant can even message people because what will happen is I'll see something and be like, hey, let me help out with that. And she'll message them. And they'll be like, I don't believe you. And then I'm like, well, crap. Now I'm back myself in a corner. <laughs> uh, but it wasn't cold. And if people are coming to you asking for money, if they don't have a blue check mark, it's not them. By the way, there's only a couple country artists that would be asking for money. <laughs> and who would those be? Yeah. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Just a couple, though. Just a couple. Yeah. Um, well, Hillary, I'm glad that you handled that. You handled it with class. Does she seem sad afterward? Um, she seemed a little bummed, but I think she'll be okay. Okay. Well, there you go. Utility Hillary. Uh, answering the phones, not a homeless cat or a homeless rat. There we have it. All right, thank you, Hillary. Coming up, speaking of Lunchbox, Lunchbox versus the ladies next. Football trivia segment. Mm. There's only a few more of these ever. Thank goodness. Ever? Well, if he keeps, he only got a couple more wins and he don't, wins the whole game. But Amy, if he I wins, know, but... then he's right. Like, he, he may be right. There isn't a girl smarter than him. No, there is. Well, she just hasn't called in. Where is she? He I claims that no woman can beat him in NFL trivia. We'll speed up the game a little bit next. Sometimes we drag it out a little too long. That game is coming up next here. Bobby Bone Show. Bobby Bone. Coming from the Bass Pro Shops and Cabela Studio on Music Row, it's the Bobby Bone Show. On the phone right now is Alicia. Alicia, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Really good. Now, we're going to play Lunchbox versus the Ladies this game. We're all getting a little irritated with it. He's gone 10-0 so far. 
Lunchbox, your claim is... That no woman will beat me in NFL trivia because they don't know sports like men do. Okay. Oh, boy. And Alicia, you are a massive football fan. You think you can take him down? I'm hoping so, yes. I love football. I've watched it my whole life. I'm a big sports fan, probably more so than your average female. So I'm going to try my best. Yeah, and the average female pretends to like sports. I mean, okay. men are real fans. Female act like they're fans. Okay. Well, you keep saying that. Whatever makes you feel better. Uh, you know, you've listened to the okay, segment. Okay, you hear okay, it every okay, week, okay, don't yeah. you? All right. <laughs> Lunchbox is going to leave the room. I'm going to ask her seven questions. He comes in and answers the same seven. Alicia, we're really pulling for you. Yes. We're a little exhausted of this segment. We want a winner. That. We want a winner. Now, you have a winner sitting in this room, and you no. don't appreciate a winner. It's like when Tom Brady's <laughs> playing; people don't appreciate it. When he's gone, you're gonna be like, "Man, he was so freaking good." LeBron James. Okay. Everybody wants to hate on him, but then when he's gone, you're gonna miss him. I like both those guys, actually. Uh, Lunchbox, yeah. you're out of the room. Oh yeah, I'm out of here. He's going to the isolation what chamber. Was her name? Alicia. 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 Okay, now he's doing rhymes that Alicia make no sense. Alicia. Is that a put down? I have no idea. I couldn't think of anything. Might as well All right. We can tell. There he goes. He's walking out of the room. Alicia, are you ready? You have seven questions. You have five seconds to answer each question, okay? Yes, I think I'm ready. What yard line must a team drive to in order to reach the red zone? What yard uh, line must oh. a team drive to in order to reach the red um, zone? They, uh, the red zone, they have to get, um, oh my gosh. It's the, is it the 40? Incorrect. Oh. Okay. This is not good. Jesus. I mean, that's probably a wrap. Yeah. Yeah. Was, that no, was, it's not good. That was a bunny. That was the super easy one. All right, next up. What what defensive position is dubbed a rover or a monster? Dubbed a what? What defensive position is dubbed a rover or a monster? Defensive position. Oh, um, dubbed her over. Oh, oh, I just heard this. Um, I just saw it. Uh, defense. It's the um, time. The, oh, crap. The answer is a safety. Five, five seconds. Yes, the fastest five seconds ever. Okay. All right. Dan Bailey, Nick Folk, and Robbie Gold all play what position in the NFL? Dan Bailey. Who are the other two? Dan Bailey, Nick Folk, and Robbie Gold. Um, he, they all played, um, uh, Nick, uh, they played, um, oh my gosh, I'm totally choking right Time. Now. Oh my goodness. Ah, this sucks so bad. They're all kickers. Mm. Ah, there's Nick, Nick, yeah. What star was the NFL's tallest player during the 1980s at six foot nine inches tall? NFL tallest player in the 1980s? Six foot nine inches tall. Correct. Go ahead. Um, NFL tallest player. Um, oh, I just saw this. Um, <laughs> Her- uh, Carma- Carma- Carmichael? Carmichael? Um, Time. Carmichael? I just saw it on the NFL TV. Ed Too Tall oh. Jones. Yeah. Six Cowboys. foot nine. Yeah. Oh, who was uh, I just saw that on Harold on something. Okay. In 2008, wow. Chad Johnson changed his last name to what? Ocho Cinco. Correct. <sighs> Chris Berman and the late Pete Axthelm coined the phrase the Bay of Pigs, talking about any matchup between what two NFL teams? The Bay of Pigs was a game played between what two teams? Um, the Bay of Pigs is played between... Um, Oh my God, five seconds. 
Um, I just saw this on NFL Trivia, too. Crap. Oh, my God. Green Bay Packers in the book. Huh? That's correct. The Packers in the book. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I just saw this. I would have bet all my money she would. that would be the one that anybody would miss. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, what team won the first ever Super Bowl? Packers. The Correct. Packers. Correct. Okay. She went three of seven. Mm. Not good. Oh, that sucks so bad. Yeah. But you had seen all. I'm she had just saw all these. <laughs> yeah, on uh, the show. On a different NFL all right, trivia. Yeah. Bring them in. Let's be completely deflated and see if he thinks we're lying to him. Yeah. Right. It'd be the opposite of. All right. Here comes Lunchbox. Maybe he'll just completely choke. I hope. Yeah, we'll see. Coming back down the hall. There he is. Lunch oh, man. All right. Hey, You're in trouble. Ah, I know she stinks. Eddie never says anything when they're good. I said good. that last time. Yeah, she was terrible last time. I'm Lunchbox. Every time. What yard line must a team drive to in order to reach the red zone? The 20-yard line. Correct. What defensive position is called a rover or a monster? Uh, that would be the safety. Correct. Dan Bailey, Nick Folk, and Robbie Gould all play what position? Oh, they're kickers. Correct. In 2008, Chad Johnson changed his last name to what? Uh, Ocho Cinco. Correct. Who is the NFL's tallest player, this defensive player, the NFL's tallest player during the 1980s? He stood six foot nine inches tall. Man, there was a guy, his nickname was Too Tall. I would say Ed Too Tall Jones would be his real name, though. Correct. Chris Berman and Pete Axtham coined the phrase the Bay of Pigs talking about any matchup between which two NFL teams. Oh, you got to go down to Tampa Bay for that, and you got to go up to Green Bay for the other part of it. The Bay of Pigs. Bay of Pigs. Uh, Which team won the first ever Super Bowl in 1967? Oh, we just spoke of them, the Green Bay Packers. There he is. He wins again. Nice shot. Woo! Yeah, she she struggled bad. How'd she do? Well, she ended up getting three of seven. Like, what, what, did she, what did she miss? What? What, what did you say? What did she miss? Show she missed the Packers in the... No, that's what she got, that one. <laughs> Come on. That's what I said. I was shocked. Hey, I was she like, missed I'm... the red zone one. She's like, <laughs> and she watches football. Okay. They okay. have the red zone channel that is I literally can... just the 20... 20- and you don't know that the kickers? I mean... Do... <laughs> I did so bad. I know it's nervous, and then I just like I choke, and then I kind of settle in, and I got the hard ones right at the end. But, yeah, you know, settled in. He's eleven and zero. Lunchbox wins again. Man, Alicia, Alicia, <laughs> Alicia, do not, do not tell your family you were on. Don't send the podcast to them because they do. Oh man. They're not going to watch you at Christmas. We got to have somebody witness. I know. Seriously, we do. Alicia, thank you for your time. Appreciate you calling. I wish I were under better terms. Call us Woo! again. Guys, guys, let's celebrate. Yay! Alicia. <laughs> thank Alicia. You very much. Bye, Alicia. <laughs> thank you. Bye. Bye bye. God, that was do, It was. Do we screen? Do we ask her a bunch of questions? To Every make sure single she... caller gets screened. Huh? Every single caller gets screened. We ask her six questions, and she got five out of six. If they. Oh, uh, well, I don't what? Know. What? I don't know. What were her questions? We're just running like, out of, what is it out called when you score? What shape is the football? Right? <laughs> what color is the grass? <laughs> you got those right. What is the league called that they play in when they're professionals? Okay. Let me play this song. NFL? Lunchbox, congratulations. There you go, Amy. You got it. <laughs> she, she just beat Alicia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's now 11-0. and 0. I love this story. This guy's name is Darian Cockerell. He was a young gang member, but he's turned his life around and credits his teachers to saving him. Now he's become teacher of the year in Missouri. Isn't that crazy? He was in a gang. He's like, all right, I got to get the ship right. And he's 2021 Missouri teacher of the year. So that is that is amazing. 
This guy, I think it's Darion Cockrell, that's how you say his name, has overcome a lot of obstacles and he's like, hey, there were just teachers and folks for me and, you know, I had a grandmother and some foster parents and from that, he was a drug dealer. It just was, a, there was a lot of really bad stuff that happened in his life, battle with uh, drug addiction and, but anyway, shout out Turned to that Turn that around, that's awesome. Turned it all around. I saw that and then Lunchbox was telling me a story. About the fuel attendant that was given the new car? Oh my gosh, this dude in Oregon. I guess you don't pump your own gas in Oregon. Like, right, yeah, not, they pump it for you. There has to no be an else. attendant. So he works at the gas station. He's pumping this dude's car's gas. And he's like, yeah, I'm just trying to get a loan for 2000 because I don't have a car and I just need something reliable. The dude's gas who he's pumping goes down to the local Kia dealership and writes a check for a new car. Gets him a new car. It says, hey, man, I don't know really what I'm looking for because I'm buying it for this gas attendant. So the guy from the Kia dealership does the research. Okay, the money's valid. Goes to the fuel pump guy. Is like, hey, man, when you get off work, you got to come over here because some guy bought you a car. Do they know the guy? No. He didn't leave a name, didn't say anything. The dude was just pumping his gas and talking about how he is struggling and trying to get a $2,000 loan for a used car. And this dude goes and buys him a used car. That's amazing. Here's a clip from KGW8 in Oregon with Bradley, the guy who has gifted the car and also the Kia salesman. So we basically went inside, sat at the desk, and he said this should be enough for him to find something good. He didn't even really know Bradley. Like He's like, I think his name is Bradley. So I had to go over and find him and said, hey, when you get off of work, you're going to have to come see me and pick out your new car. And I didn't really believe him at first. I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? I don't know his name. I have an idea who he is, and I really just want to say thank you. It seemed like his name was Chris. He, he started in a red car and he had a mm-hmm. white beard. And, and he just disappeared. <laughs> this does oh. seem like one of the, like a yeah. Santa how Claus crazy story. is it? Like, when I worked at Sam's, I unloaded so many people's groceries and I would talk to them. No one ever went and bought me a car. You didn't need a car. I mean, no one went and paid for my college education. Did you share your problems with them? Because that's something he said there that, like, most no, people don't, don't do. Like, don't should put, we start doing that? No, no, no. Don't okay. put ideas in Lunchbox's okay. head. Did you share your problems with people? Oh, I used to tell people, man, just, you know, working a lot of hours so I can pay for college. And everybody's like, oh, good luck with that. <laughs> no one ever offered to pay for my college. <laughs> Nobody paid for any of our stuff. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, how does this happen to people? Are you more jealous of him or more excited for him? Jealous. For sure. Of course. Mm-hmm. But you For have a sure. really awesome job right now, and people might be like, God, oh, how does that happen to people? I'd give anything to yeah. get paid to talk on the radio every morning. With no training or background whatsoever. <laughs> right. You, in your own way, and this is, you You like the spotlight. I'm putting that in no, your quotes because that's what no, he No, I love it. the spotlight. Right. Don't say like. Okay, so look, and look at you. Like, you're living your dream. Yeah, but I'd still like to be given... A new car. Okay. <laughs> I mean, awesome. It's never good enough for him, you know? That's what it is. It's never good enough. Right. Uh, would you ever stop and hear somebody's issue like that? And if you had a couple hundred extra bucks, just no, like, whoa, no, 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 take no, care no. of it? No. I mean, I've, I've tipped a couple extra dollars one time. I made one or two. <laughs> like every time I go to PetSmart, when I get dog food, I tip $2 every time to the pet little thing. And that's great, actually. That's pretty incredible. I don't know that I'd be pretty incredible, but that's great. <laughs> but see, and they never do a news story on it. Well, well, what are they going to do? Come on, you think they should, this Petco is going to come interview like, Man, you? this guy comes in every time and he never fails to donate the $2. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a Hallmark movie if I've ever heard one. Okay, let me yeah. play this song. Thank you guys for hanging out. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. 
Two years ago, nine-year-old Reese Grandelli of Mooresville, North Carolina, realized that the food pantry was really struggling around Thanksgiving time. So she went around the neighborhood, asked her neighbors and friends, hey, can you guys donate some money? I'm trying to donate some turkeys to the food pantry. She did all right. She got uh, you know a few hundred dollars, donated to 20, 30 turkeys or whatever. But now, two years later, this year, she was able to raise $1,200, which equaled into 107 turkeys. 48 cans of cranberries, 35 hams, wow. 48 boxes of stuffing, and the food pantry's like, this girl is just doing this over and over, so now she wants next year to be even better. And it will be. Yeah, I that, agree. That's really cool. One of my friends at Thanksgiving, there were just two of them, because everybody had smaller Thanksgivings, and so she was like, man, we just didn't get a turkey, went to the grocery store, they only had one turkey left, it was a 20-pound turkey for two people. Oh, wow. It was so, a massive <laughs> That's a lot of turkey. That's a lot of turkey. <laughs> That's a great story, though. I hope she does that again next year. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Here we go. Uh, Come on, Bobby. Bobby Bones. Transmitting across America. Turn it up. Hey. This is the Bobby Bones Show. Now let's go. I'll play you a famous country artist doing their version of White Christmas. They're all going to be singing White Christmas. You just have to name the artist. For example, who is singing this version of White Christmas? I'm dreaming of a white Yeah, yeah, easy. Christmas. It's the example. Go ahead. Elvis. Elvis. Yeah. Just you got the point. Like Who'd you have said, Lunchbox? Lunchbox? Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash would not have been right. Okay, but that's oh, the boy. example. Can we just stay in if we miss it? No. You're out. You're out. It's, it's Survivor crying. style. <laughs> Please. Uh, it's going to be a quick game. What country artist <laughs> is singing White Christmas? Here you go. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas Just like the ones I used to know Lunchbox? Brett Eldridge. Eddie? Mr. Country Christmas, Brett Eldridge. Amy? Brett Eldridge. There you go. Nice job. That was a tough one. Next up, who's singing White Christmas? I'm dreaming of a white Christmas Just like the ones I used to know Where the tree tops glisten And children listen To hear sleigh bells in the snow Nice. Okay, there you go. Lunchbox. I put George Strait. Amy? George Strait. No. I know. I, that's, that's Lunchbox is right. Guess. This is a quick game. Eddie? Guys, it's the goat. That's Garth. It that's is? Garth Brooks. Yeah. yeah. Wow. He was really channeling his George there. No, yeah, he wasn't. He was. he was channeling his Garth. I almost changed halfway through. To Garth? Yeah, because I said, I was like, wait, that kind of sounded like All right, Garth. we have to keep playing. We have more than that. I didn't <laughs> yeah, know you guys were going to be so bad at this. All right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So bad, we missed one. The, yeah, second, the second one. one yeah, guys. we missed one. Relax. Next one. I dreaming of a white what? Christmas. Come on, guys. It's so easy. Just like the ones I used to know. Where the treetops glisten and children listen to hear sleigh bells in the snow. Okay, Lunchbox? That's easiest. That's Darius. Eddie? He's singing it very differently. Like, not like he usually does, but I have Darius. It's not Darius sings. A little bit. Amy? Darius. Yeah. 
There's a lot of those. Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, name this one. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas just like the ones I used to know. What? Where the treetops listen and children listen to hear sleigh bells in the Okay, snow. lunchbox? Oh my gosh. You can't miss that one. That's George Strait. Amy? George Strait. Guys, what on earth? Again? That's Blake Shelton. That's Blake Shelton. What? I did not hear I gotta that call the game at, at this point. Yeah, dude, it's over. I gotta Play call again? the game. Whatever. I still don't hear Blake. Yes, you do. You How just do don't you want not? to admit you, you hear Blake. May your day Tell me you hear Blake. I, I do a little bit now. That's offensive to George. I'm just throwing him in as a last ditch answer. Eddie, see if you can name the last two real quick. Next one up. Uh, yep. Rascal. George Strait. Oh. <laughs> George Strait for sure. Rascal Flatts. Rascal Flatts. Yeah. I'm dreaming of a wild. That's Taylor. Taylor Swift, correct? I'm dreaming of a wild. Tough one. Christmas. Just like the ones I used to know. Oh, wow. This is tough. Where the tree tops It's weird to hear this guy sing a Christmas song. Children listen. Eddie, go. You know this? I have a guess. I hear... Uh, Toby Keith. Oh, okay. No, yeah. no, no. Uh, and then give me one more. I'm dreaming hard of a wild Christmas. Is that Alan Jackson again? It is. Nice job. Oh, nice. Yeah, good for you. Thank you. Eddie's the winner. Play his song there. Come on. Uh, uh, somebody texted me the other day like, dude, what is your victory song like? That's my uncle. People don't believe me. This is my uncle singing. This is Eddie's uncle singing this yes, song. That's my why Theo Fufa. Every time he wins, it runs to his family. That's why he wins so many games. Of course, that's the only He's a reason. family man. Yes, thank you. All right, let's go over to the news. Here we go. Bobby's Big Story. The question is, will buffets ever come back? A company in Pennsylvania has a new product called the Air Shield that fits on top of buffets and blows a curtain of air around them to prevent coronavirus from getting in. Mm. I don't believe it yet until some actual scientists yeah. can prove. prove yeah. yeah. But I like a good buffet. You do? Yeah. Unlimited. <laughs> I love it. And they can go and get all different stuff. Uh-huh. The Air Shield prevents airborne contaminants contaminants from passing through the otherwise unprotected sides of sneeze guards and will still allow full access to food within. You know what we need? This, this is what I would do. The ultimate buffet in coronavirus time is a buffet built with all the food that you like, but you know how you put your hands in the plastic hands and then yes. you get the food? Like the plates are inside of there and you use the plastic hands and you put your hands in the holes and there are plastic hands. You put the food on the plate and you pass it down and at the end the plate comes out and you take it with you. But everybody has to put their same hands in the same holes. Well, that's right? the thing. Yeah. You have 
Eddie, I'm not that far. It's not that far developed. But but it peels away every time. Yeah, you get a new one, sort of like uh, paper towels. You rip that one, like you put, once it's used, it goes away. By the way, this buffet will cost you about $90 with all the technology (laughs) needed. (laughs) Right. But it'll keep you safe. I do love a buffet. Man, we used to go to Bonanza as a kid. Bonanza was so good. You had Bonanza? We did have Bonanza. I've never heard of Bonanza. Great burgers. In Hot Springs, they had Bonanza. We would go to the buffet. I would crush it. I would be like seven. Yeah. We would go like once every three months. It was a big treat for us. It was a steakhouse. Yes. I thought it was a buffet steakhouse. Something like that. I thought that it was. We only had it. Now we had it down South Texas, too. I thought Mr. Bonanza was from Arkansas. Dude, actually, (laughs) Mr. Bonanza that owned it. I actually Googled it the other day because I was thinking about like, where is Bonanza? Never see Bonanzas anymore. Wow, look at us. Bobby's Big Story. The word pandemic is the word of the year. But what do you think the runner up is? Coronavirus? Mm-mm. COVID? Mm-mm. Has nothing Those to do real- with coronavirus nothing. or COVID. So Mask. get ask. So get a nothing? Nothing. Oh. There is no connection between word number two and coronavirus. So think about it. I'm going to read the story here. Merriam Webster and dictionary.com both announced their pick for word of the year. And it's easy, it's pandemic. So there were some third, fourth, fifth placers. Uh, things like Mamba, Kobe Bryant, Kobe. Oh, Defund, um, Asymptomatic, Malarkey, but it is not the number two word. I got it. Well, what? I'm, Karen. I'm, Correct. Yeah. That's right. Karen. People are probably wondering, what is that? People say Karen. What is that? Karen is the runner-up word nice. for the word of the year. There you go. The Bobby Bone Show. If I had a nickel for every person that's come to me and told me the Raymundo story, I'd have almost a quarter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so once a lot of people come to me and go, did you hear this? Did you hear this? And I don't think it's a big deal until so many of you guys do that I have to bring it up. Raymundo is our audio guy. He's running all the buttons, boards. He's, anything you hear, he has control of. Ray, how are you this morning, Ray? Doing well. Why do you think everybody has come to me? Uh... Obviously, to wrap me out, make me paint me in a bad light, something like that. They found a secret about me. What do you I think no that idea. secret is? Something about he confesses something bigger. It's here. like when you ask your kid, <laughs> "Why do you think you're in trouble?" <laughs> He's like, "I killed three people back in 1994." Right. <laughs> <laughs> Ray, why do you think? I mean, I'm trying to think of big things. I mean, maybe a, a vehicle deal, maybe a friend falling out, maybe a. <laughs> Uh, something at my apartment. I don't know. What's in your apartment? Yeah, what? Uh, pff, nothing. He's like, I mean, there was- he's like, you guys know about the meth lab? <laughs> okay, listen. I'll tell you what it is. Apparently, you're moving out of your apartment and moving onto the same piece of property of your, as your in-laws. Dang, that's some top secret stuff. Well, not very. If five I people mean, have told him. I mean, I, I, but I haven't heard anything, if that helps. <laughs> how, how top secret? I mean, I didn't even know it was official, really. Then how, oh, he's how, finding out then how did Lunchbox know? He was the first one to come to me. How did Eddie know who was the third one to come to me? Lunchbox? Listen, on the Sword Losers podcast, Ray said, listen, guys, when our lease is up, we're moving onto the land with our in-laws. It's like a stone's throw from their front door where we're going to be living. It's a nice fixer-upper, but we're within throwing a rock distance of our in-laws. And I said, Ray, that is the worst idea you've ever had in your life. He goes, no, it's going to be great. We all love each other. So are you moving, Ray? Yes or no? 
Yeah, not in the uh, near future because we still have a lease at our apartment complex. So, I mean, this is something down the road. But, yeah, we are in the process of doing that. But it is a fixer-upper. I mean, we couldn't move into it today because it needs work. So are you going to start working on it? Well, I don't know how to do a lot of stuff. So, I mean, I need help. <laughs> so, do you, because, uh, and I'll put Eddie in this too, because Eddie came to me as well. Uh-huh. You don't think this is a good idea for oh, him? Oh, no, 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 no. No, bones, bones. The last thing you want to do is when you're starting a family, which him and his new wife are starting a family, I mean, the last thing you want is an in law or in laws right next to you. It's like everybody loves Raymond. You don't want that. And he's Deborah. Ray, why don't you, why do you want that? Um, I always wanted a place in the country on an acre of land. And I mean, to do that, it, it, I mean, we were able to find a place very, it just happened to be very close to the in-laws. <laughs> so, I mean, what, what am I supposed to do? Uh, I don't want the place in the country with a white picket fence just because your parents live near there. I mean, I, I enjoy her parents' company, honestly. So you're going to, is it on their property? Do they own it too? Or is it just no, close? No, 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 It's, it's very near them, but they don't, um, I mean, it's not like it's touching there. It's, it's two blocks away if. Okay. I, I think that's just far enough, guys. I think you're Two give, blocks away? I yeah. think you're giving... I wish yeah. Caitlin's parents would move here. Yeah, but the beauty of them not living here is that you're going to love them a lot more. But the beauty <laughs> of them living <laughs> close is can't they take care of the kids? Really, that too. Yes, but you can do that in the same town, not the same I mean, block. They can drop by any time. I don't know. Want. I think it really just oh. depends on your relationship with your in-laws. I mean, mine basically are living with me right now, and it's amazing. Yeah, I would <laughs> love for her parents to... I don't have parents. Yeah, yeah that's true. It's a so, different. But I would love for her parents to live super close. Yeah. They're like, did you hear that, honey? <laughs> let's go pack the bag. But okay, just quick. But is it a good idea for Ray to live within a two blocks uh-huh. of his in-laws? Yes or no, Amy? Yes. Eddie? No, 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 no. Wow, big no. No, 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 no. Lunchbox? Terrible idea. <laughs> no. I'm going to go, yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. I'll up in your business. I'm going to go to Scuba Steve, who has a kid, one on the way. He's, he's married. Scuba, you get to be the final vote here in this uh, dumb poll we're taking. So I say yes, because I used to live with my mother-in-law oh for two gosh. years in San Francisco, and it was the greatest experience of my life. Yeah. The, the greatest? absolute greatest. I got to clear debt. She made me dinner every single night. I had lunch the next day for work. It is the greatest. Ray, do it. He's sad he left. Interesting. <laughs> he starts crying. I miss her so much. I love her. I miss her. <laughs> Ray, we think it's great. Don't let them As, give you crap listen, about it. Listen, yeah, don't. And what you need to do is set healthy boundaries from early, the beginning. Early, yeah. Yeah, set them early on. So, I mean, they're going to probably want boundaries too, and it'll be a win-win. Yeah, get ready for them to be at your house every day. Cool. <laughs> every day. Not if you set boundaries. <laughs> yeah, that conversation is going to be awesome. Hey, you can't come to my house every day. You got it? No, can I have that conversation? You guys go to our Facebook page, search for Bobby Bone Show. We'll put this up. You guys can comment on, comment on it. I'm sure this will be heated over there. Thank Thank you guys. Bobby Bonchon. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Congratulations to Chuck Wicks and his wife Cassie. They welcomed baby Tucker Elliot Wicks on Friday, December 4th. Florida Georgia Line announced a new album, Life Rolls On. They'll be releasing it on February 12th. Luke Combs shared a new song on social media called Evermind. Amidst the grips of these troubled times. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. This is the Bobby Bones Show. 
Bobby Bone. Coming from the Bass Pro Shops and Cabela Studio on Music Row, it's the Bobby Bone Show. On the podcast today, you will find such things as... Russell Dickerson was on with us. Yeah. That's what he was. It was good. Yeah. <laughs> what else? Lunchbox <laughs> played a listener in NFL trivia. And this game is coming close to an end either way. He may lose today. If he keeps winning, the game's retired. I'm ready for the game to be over regardless. I did think before today that someone would beat him by now, and no one's beat him. So go listen to that. What else? And Raimundo wants to do something a little controversial with his in-laws. Yeah, in some countries it's illegal. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> is it? <laughs> when, when she said that, Ray looked like, what is she talking about? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's controversial. But well, it was controversial on the show. So. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we, yeah. Check it out. Search for the podcast. Search for Bobby Bone Show wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, thank you very much. We appreciate you listening. Share it with your friends. Hope you have a good day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Bobby Bones. The Bobby Bones Show.